All right, Alana J-Lo. Yes. I understand, before we get to the big topic, you have finished the Harry Potter series. Yes, I have. I can't believe it. How do you feel about it now that you're done with it? Oh, it's like I want it to go on forever, but I can't. I can't. <laughs> what were some highlights from either the last book or the entire series for you? Um, wow, there's so many. Um, I thought, um, I think one of the things that I, I liked about this book was when uh, Harry goes into the pensive and he goes into Snape's memories from uh, the time that uh, he meets Lily and Petunia um, on the playground and they're on the swings, right? Or they're at the swings, yeah. And um, until the time that um, uh, Snape and Dumbledore are planning this whole thing with, with Dumbledore's death and how uh, Snape uh, was going to be um, his trusted spy for Voldemort and how he was going to play um, play like he's Voldemort's Death Eater when actually he was more uh, loyal to Dumbledore and that he actually cared about Harry Potter, which I was, I was very surprised. I was very, very surprised. I believe I misjudged him. <laughs> what did that make you think about his character as a whole? Did, I mean, I'm assuming it made you like his character more than you did. Yes, it was definitely surprising to me. I was very shocked. Because, and, I, and, and I've told you this earlier, that um, it was like he had to pretend to not like him. Like, he had to pretend to hate him. So that he could get what he had to do, get you know he had to do what he had to do for uh, Dumbledore without giving anything away to Harry because Dumbledore didn't want Harry to know the truth yet um, about Professor Snape. Right. So and also he you know Professor Dumbledore told him the truth about his upbringing in the last book, the Half Blood Prince. So. I thought it was very, there was a, just a lot of like twists and turns, like you're walking through a maze and there's so many things you have to get through before you get out of it, you know. Is there anything else about the last book that really stands <clears throat> out to you? Yes, um, just how, oh yeah, um, when everybody thought that Harry was dead because of the killing curse, which um, Harry didn't know what was going on until he woke up um, in King's Crossing. When And then he saw Dumbledore looking uh, younger and alive, except he was still dead. And uh, Dumbledore was um, talking to him about, you know, what happened. And, he, you know, it, it turns out that he didn't die, but he had to pretend to be dead when he got back to the forest. Dumbledore didn't die? No, 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 no. Uh, Harry didn't die. I'm okay. Sorry. Dumbledore was dead. Okay. Even though he didn't look dead. But Harry did not die, and he had to go back to the forest and finish uh, Voldemort off. But in the process, he pretended to, to be dead. So I thought that was kind of interesting. What did you think of the way the book actually ended? With him going to the, the station, and Harry has his kids. Ron and Hermione have their kids. 
mm-hmm. and there are other children to be discussed. Yeah. Did you like the way it ended? Do you wish that maybe they didn't do that epilogue and you were just left to wonder what became of these characters after the big fight? No, I'm glad they had the epilogue. I wanted to know, you know, how it was going to resolve. Um, but I really wish it would have gone into what happened with uh, other people like Neville, Luna, Dean, Seamus. Well, Neville's a professor. I know. That's right. But the, you don't know what happens to Luna or her father. You don't know what happens to Seamus, Dean, and, um, you know, Lavender and the other people. You, you know? don't know how Mrs. Weasley uh, is doing these days if she survives. I'm sure she did. Really? Nobody died after those three. Well, nobody died in between them and the epilogue, but we don't know what happened in the well, 20 actually, years in between. The, actually, actually, there was more than three people. There was like 53 people that died. Was it 53? Yeah, because it, remember it said uh, uh, Lupin, Tonks, and Fred died, yeah. but then there was 50 other people that died. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot that part. Yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting to me, like, because of Harry... Their kid, Lupin and Tonk's kid, no longer has a parent. And he's the godfather, but he doesn't let their kid live with him. I know. And so I... And 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 he's complaining that their kid spends too much time with them. Right, exactly. And and It's like, dude, his parents are gone because of you. Yeah, and I... I, Well, it wasn't... Well, it wasn't his fault. They were... They, you know... I know he felt like it it was his fault that they died. But they chose to fight for him. They chose to fight to keep him alive. Now, and it doesn't really go into how his upbringing, how Teddy's upbringing was, and I'm, you know, because I'm guessing he grew up with his grandparents. Yeah, his poor grandparents, right? His poor grandparents. Meanwhile, Harry has like all this money. Uh, he has the he inherited the house, right? Sirius's house. Yes. So he has the money. He has his house. Now he's like this famous dude, so he can make all of these endorsement deals. And Teddy is often the poor, even government cheese, and can't use magic. While Harry's just living the life, <laughs> thinking about his dead parents. Well, they are. They are, after all, fictional characters. That's know? true. There's not like they're real. No. You know, and then Teddy gets caught kissing uh, their. Um, Teddy gets caught kissing uh, their cousin. Is he sent to James cousin? Is he sent to ask Van for that? No. Okay, good. No, no. Why? I don't know. I just you said he got caught, so I figured maybe that was the punishment. A kiss no. from a dementor. No, no. You kiss he, this girl, and now you get to kiss the dementor. What? No. Well, <laughs> dementor kisses not good. Not good. Not good at all. So it was a great series overall. It sounds like. Oh yeah. It was very good. I, I love the books. I think they're just like these amazing pieces of literature. They are. It's like a, a work of art. It really is. And it's kind of easy to dismiss them considering how popular they are. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you know, you'll see a movie or you'll read another book that everyone's raving about. And it just doesn't hold up to the hype. Mm. This book, I think, does uh, withstand the... Um, it does. The, the reviews of it. And it's no. so, I mean, the, the way that she writes it is so clever. How she comes up with the plot lines, how she came up with the characters, the places, the food. You know, it's just... She's very descriptive. She's very descriptive, yes. What do you think you're going to read next? Um, I may read Tales of Beetle the Bard. Okay. Which is uh, uh, mentioned in the book. Yes. But that's a short book. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Do you have anything planned after that? 
Um, I may read the the witness were read. Yeah. Because now that I know what the the real name of the title is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so many good books out there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I re- I renewed my um, membership to Bookshare, so now I've got it for the whole entire year. Well, that's awesome because now we can really get into books because uh-huh. it has so many books that I've already read that I think are amazing. Yeah. And so many books that I've discovered through Bookshare that I can't wait for us to really go into it. You know, like the 48 Laws of Power is on there. Growing Up X, Malcolm X's Daughter's uh, Memoir is on there. Mm-hmm. The Malcolm X Autobiography is on there. There's so many other great books on there. Mm-hmm. It's just an incredible service. And, you know, having been on it now for the last month, mm-hmm. I really wish I would have signed up for it years ago. Mm-hmm. Because it's so great and there's a it lot is. to explore there. It is. Yeah. And also, if you have a player, it does help, too. I am a player. Not, I'm not talking about you. And you're not. Oh. I don't believe you. Okay. You're not very convincing. Okay. I, I mean an audio player, a um, NLS player that's um, registered or something else. Well, you know, it's weird. I have a book sense mm-hmm. that I got in like 2009. Yeah. But I can't, and, and it works fine, but I can't use it because I, I have a Mac. And the oh. book sense never released software to work, to make it compatible with the Mac. Wow. Yeah. That's too bad. Yep. So, Alana. Yes. If I, can I call you Alana? Of course. Okay, good. That is my name. That is your name. That is my name. I'll try not to wear it out. Right. Tell me about dreams. What about dreams? Well, you know, there's this idea that we go to sleep every night. Mm-hmm. And most people sleep from, I guess, six to eight hours. Or nine, even. Yes, but typically six to eight. Yeah. And they'll go off and have these strange adventures while they're asleep. And no one can really explain what they are, where they come from. Uh What's your theories about what dreams are? And then maybe give me some examples from your own life of strange dreams you've had. Well, I don't think, you know, I don't don't believe like we're in, you know, we we are um, a different version of ourselves in another universe. That's an idea that I I gave to you a little while. Right. I don't agree with that. Okay. I just think that, you know, we, you know, in in the dreams, you know, if it's really a vivid dream, it's like we're taking um, mini trips and then we're coming back. But where are we taking trips to? We're not taking trips into a different reality. No, it's not like we're leaving our beds. We're just, you know, taking a trip in our mind uh, as to, you know, and sometimes you dream about stuff that you think about subconsciously, like uh, what's been going on in your life, or at least that's what it seems to me. What I could be thinking about at the time. So you don't think that there's any validity that you are in a different reality when you're asleep? I don't think it's so. It's just like your brain processing what happened that day or that week. I th- a lot of times it is for me anyway. Okay. Yeah. Give me an example of some strange dreams you've had. Um, I had a lot of celebrity dreams. Okay. I had this dream where I went to this dance, and I don't know, I couldn't tell you where it was. And uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler were there, and Adam Sandler wanted to dance with me, but we never ended up dancing together. Interesting. I also had dreams about like uh, getting ready to act in a, a musical. But never end up, never ending up on stage. So before yeah. we get to the musical dream, yes. where do you think the Adam Sandler dream comes from? Uh, I don't know. I think him, I may have like been watching The Wedding Singer or whatever it is. I know you love that movie. It is a great movie. Yeah, 
I think it's one of my favorite romantic comedies ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cute. Very, I, I like it a lot. It's very, it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Let's go on to further dreams that you have. Um, I've had food dreams, like vivid food dreams. Like mm. I've had dreams of eating um, desserts. I think there was one dream I had where I was eating this cupcake and I ate it twice. I ate it in two bites. It was all gone. Yeah. I mean, I must have been really hungry because mm. I, <laughs> I did. Mm. I also had some dreams where um, um, I found these M&M's. I think they were supposed to be peanut M&M's, but they were, like, bigger. They were, like, the size of eggs. Those sound really good. I know. I love those dreams. There's got to be... That's got to exist somewhere, right? An M&M that's just, like, huge. I don't know. There should be. Yeah. If there isn't, there should be. You should make it. I also had a dream about peanut butter Oreos. Okay. Which, before I even realized that they were actually out, Mm. I had a dream that my my former English teacher in in, uh, high school... Um, we would have, uh, I can't remember, we would have like, uh, contests or, um, or like vocab quizzes or whatever. And, um, as, as a a treat that he would pass out cookies in my dream, he passed out boxes of peanut butter Oreos. That's pretty cool. It is. It is. What other celebrity dreams have you had? Oh yeah, I had (laughs) Um, Home Improvement. Uh, the show that, yes, oh, yes. Um, I had a dream about, about that. An erotic dream about that no. show? No. Where he was uh, really good at using his story? Uh, okay, okay, stop it. Okay. <laughs> stop it. So tell me about this dream, uh, if it's not too erotic, of course. It isn't at okay. all. Not even close. I had a dream I took a bus to California, and that when I dreamt about this, I was like in middle school. I took a bus to California, I don't remember who I was with. I go to the mall, and um, I go to the shoe department, and I'm standing in front of a counter, and right behind the counter is the woman who plays the mother on the show. Patricia. The mother and wife. Patricia Richardson. And then sitting on three chairs is are the three boys, including my celebrity crush. Um, Me. No, not you. Well, I was, I was a guest star on Home Improvement like 10, 12 times. No, you weren't. No, I wasn't. Who did you play? I played... Uh, I played... <laughs> Ed. Their, uh, their uh, really cool cousin, Ed. No, they, were, they didn't have a cousin, Ed. You must have missed those episodes. Uh, they edited them out of the episode, out of the reruns because I was so cool. But they were afraid if they showed them again that um, it would make everyone else on the cast look like they were horrible people because I was just so great in the show. Yeah, likely story. Mm. <laughs> no, it was never on home. Improvement. It's not believable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I don't think you would be. Oh. Just because I don't, I don't. I, I, I just don't think you did. So for this dream, I was not the celebrity crush no. who was in one of the three chairs. No. Anyway, so they're sitting on the chairs, and I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to get behind the counter? And I'm standing up, and I'll, all of a sudden I fall flat on my butt, and um, and I drop my bag, and I drop my cane, and as I try to get up, and my shoes uh, turn into ice skates. Then I wake up. Wow. It was very weird. I don't even know what that means. 
Were those the most memorable celebrity dreams you've had? Um, uh, I had dreams with cartoon characters in it, too. Oh, we've all had those. Yeah. I've had dreams where I'm interacting with people I know, but we're in, like, an animated land, and they're cartoon characters, and I'm a cartoon version of myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually thought that was pretty common. Wow. Yeah. I didn't have a dream about that. Mm. I did have a dream once that um, that Marge Simpson was one of my substitute teachers mm. in school. She was my substitute teacher for English. And you were a kid at this time. I was in uh, middle school. You were watching a lot of The Simpsons around the sun. I saying. must have. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine a blue-haired woman sitting in front of the class? Who also has this, like, really extreme yellow skin. <laughs> oh, she yellow? And a baby who won't grow up. Yeah, Maggie. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Does she look like Maggie? Does or Maggie look like her? Uh, I mean, they both have really yellow skin, but Maggie has... Yellow hair, which is kind of spiky. Mm. Yeah. Like Bart's? Kind of like Bart's, but it's uh, it's more like it's around her head. Mm-hmm. Bart has kind of this like weird, uh, weird looking head to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I heard Lisa's hair looks like a star. You know what? Her hair, um, Maggie's hair kind of looks like Lisa's, except on the smaller body, of course. Oh, right. Yeah. But I heard that Lisa um, looks like uh, a star. Yeah, I mean, all the characters on the show look weird. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I think the yellow face is supposed to, like, trip people up and think that something's wrong with their TV. Yeah, really when real, yellow. the actuality of it, they just all have jaundice. There's like an entire <laughs> community with jaundice. I had several dreams with the Simpsons in it. I had a dream that I, um, I met them at a carnival. Nice. I had a dream that uh, Lisa was talking to me and she was, she had a really long dress on. Yeah. And she was leaning, I think she was leaning towards me, and I could, I, I knew it was her because of her dress. She had a long dress. And then the, um, Marge is my substitute English teacher. That was really weird. Well, I told you that one night I had a dream that I was watching a Simpsons episode, but it never happened. Yeah. Like, they never made this episode. It was just like a weird episode of my dream. And I was like, that was really cool when I woke up. I got like a free Simpsons episode from, you know, the universe. I never had that before. Mm. Never had a. I mean, I've I've had dreams where I was sleeping in front of like a TV, and I was dreaming about what I was watching. Yeah, that was weird. We've all had that happen. Yes. Sometimes I'll fall asleep and I'm listening to podcasts, mm-hmm. and I'll have dreams of what they're talking about in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's an animated version of who who's ever show I'm listening to, or maybe it's a reenactment of what they're doing, mm-hmm. but their voices will definitely penetrate my dream and sort of guide it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, it's very interesting. The dreams are. Yes, they are. They're, they're cool. And again, I don't know if we're in a dream right now, or if when we dream, we go into an alternate reality. I'm open to all possibilities, though. Really? Yeah, like I'm open to the possibility that right now this is a dream that you're having and I'm just the character in it. I don't think so. I hope not. No. In that case, don't wake up. (laughs) No, I don't think it's a dream for me. I think this is real. I hope it is too. Well, then if it isn't real, then I guess our relationship isn't real, right? But it's going on inside your head, so it's real to you right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. As I am sitting on your couch. Exactly. Right. Right. 
We can have sex right now just to prove that. Um, I don't think we should talk about that. Either. Okay, okay. So moving on. Yeah, yeah, I think we should move on. Moving on, everyone. So, Alana. Yes. Tell me some self-love exercises you have either done in the past week or you plan on doing uh, within the next week. Honestly, I haven't done anything in the past week about self-love. I also don't think so. I don't think I have. Do you have any plans to do anything about self-love or self-care? Um, I don't know. I just never really thought of it. I, I don't know. What, what about you? For me, I want to be more uh, conscious about meditating this week. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to more Dharma talks. And I want to... Dharma talks? Yeah. You're not familiar with Dharma talks? No. Dharma talks are sort of these uh, Buddhist-inspired talks. Not talks with Dharma, right? Not talks with Dharma. No, these are like Buddhist-inspired talks. So, um, like, Tara Brock is somebody who does a lot of Dharma talks. There's... Um, uh, there's a service called uh, Dharma Seed out there, and they're an app, and they post tons of Dharma talks. But they also have a, a wide archive going back to 1974, I believe. Mm. It's something like 11,000 Dharma talks on there, mm. and it's these really cool talks about mindfulness and meditation and the Buddha, and all this really neat stuff that I'm really into. So I, I plan to listen to a lot of those this week. Uh, check in with myself and do a lot of writing and self-reflecting. Right. Oh, I, I also do want to um, uh, go over some and, and uh, go over some of the things that I want to do for the um, the next open mic thing, of course, because that's um, that's what I'm planning to do for the next week too. Okay. That's one of the biggest things. Yeah. Um. Just, I guess, to take care of things that I need to take care of that are that I've been thinking about taking care of, as far as like, uh, um, I don't know if it's necessarily uh, to take care of myself, but things that I know I need to take care of, uh, you know, right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. That makes some sense to me. Yeah. I guess another thing for me would be. Finally ordering a new mattress. Ah. Because I've been putting that out for years. Yeah. And I've realized that it's time to do that. Right. I think so. Yes. You, you deserve to sleep really well. I do. And I also think, too, that um, I, uh, I, I need to... Uh, well, I mean, I've been listening to a really long book, too. And I need to, um, you know, let my body rest. Because there are times where I would wake up and listen to it into the morning, and because I'm really, really into the book, mm. and I and and I would wake up really early, and I'm like, you know, I no wonder I've been feeling tired early, you know. Because well, this is an interesting question. Yeah. How often do you get six hours of uninterrupted rest a night? Uh, most of the time, I do. Okay. Um, six to eight hours. Yeah. Of uninterrupted rest. Yeah. Okay. Most of the time, I do, but. Um, and, and I have been sleeping at a decent hour. But the last maybe couple, two, three days, I've been waking up early and listening to books or reading. Mm. You know. So, um, yeah. And and then, you know, and part of it is because the weather is slightly changing as well. Yeah. It's been getting colder and in the mornings especially. And you know, it's been a particularly cold February. It has. Cold for here, anyway. Cold for here. How was dinner tonight? It was really good. What we have? 
We had a macaroni and che- we had uh, not macaroni and cheese, but macaroni, which actually tastes. We actually, um, it, it actually tastes like spaghetti this time, and it was really, really good. We made spaghetti sauce too, or I made it. Actually, you did. I made it, and you were just like sexually harassing me while I was making. It. <laughs> we won't go Whatever. into that. Ever. We won't go into that now. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, hashtag Me Too. I'm joining the Me Too movement. Oh, jeez. Don't yeah. get me started on that. I'm joining the Me Too movement. We already talked about it. We haven't talked about it. Yeah, yeah I guess we talked about it a little bit. But yeah. I'm joining the Me Too movement, so I hope you've, uh, you know, enjoyed your career. Um, but career in, so, uh, in what? In uh, music, because you're about <laughs> to go down with the Me Too movement. <laughs> but, um, but it turned out really good, despite the fact that I was, you know, being fondled during the making of the sauce. I really um no I think that was the other way around here oh <laughs> maybe you didn't do that but we did dance in the middle of the kitchen we did dance in the middle of the kitchen and that was fun it was a lot of fun. it was a lot of fun yes. actually and, was, and I thought the sauce turned out good it was delicious and and um and the onions and the olives and the cinnamon and ginger a little bit pepper pepper oh really good oh yeah it was amazing good stuff yeah. And I, and I like macaroni because macaroni seems to be like a really versatile pasta. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. Alana. Uh, oh, you've been watching the, the Ted Bundy documentary. Yeah. Which I have not started yet. I keep telling myself I'm going to start it. Oh, it's really good. Okay. The second episode is definitely longer than the first. I'm not, I don't know how, uh, what, what they are in general. But the de- the second episode was definitely longer than the first, mm. and I think you should start watching it because it's really good. And I'm not going to go into it because well, I'll go into a little bit of it. Okay. Because in the first episode, there you know people are saying, oh, he was a really handsome guy, and he was different from all the kids, and even his mother was on tape saying, you know, our son is the best son ever, you know, best son in the world, you know, um, and you know she. She really loved her son, and she doted on him. But um, um, people were thinking, well, man, this this guy's really good looking, and, you know, why didn't he excel in certain things? He didn't excel in sports. He didn't excel in women. You know, he had a hard time with women for a while. And, uh, you know, even though he was a really good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. And in the second episode, they were talking about... Um, and, 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 and keep in mind, um, these tapes that were in the documentary was, was when, uh, from when he was on death row. Okay. And the second, the second um, do, uh, episode talks more about the people that were kidnapped and the people that were attempted uh, kidnappings, like a Carol DeRanch. She was on there, and uh, she gave her account about what happened. And she had to testify against him in court... And the uh, prosecutor tried to trip her up several times, but she knew, uh, she knew that that in fact was um, Ted Bundy in the courtroom. Um, so I'm anxious to hear what you think about the second episode. I think I'm probably going to start on it on Sunday because, as you know, I'm busy tomorrow. Yes. And you're going to leave kind of late. Um, I'll probably be worn out by then because uh, you wear me out in a good way. Oh well. Um, uh, just having fun with you, babe. I know. Um, but I, 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 it's one of those things I keep telling myself every night I'm going to start it. So hopefully on Sunday I'll start it. Then yeah. We'll really get it. And, and I think, you know, before you start it, you should get some rest. Yes. You know, for get sure. some good rest. For sure. Um, when do you expect your, um, your mattress will be able to get here? 
Well, I'll probably be able to order it on Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday, so it probably won't be here until next weekend. Oh, cool. But I got a new bed frame. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Because my old bed frame just fell apart a couple days ago. Well, now you got a better, sturdy one. Yeah, so at least, I mean, even though I have a bad mattress, I can put in my bed frame and have something on it for now. Yep. Yeah. Is it wooden? No, my new one is steel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm thinking about a headboard. Never mind. You, well, there are wooden bed frames. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there are. Yeah. Um, mine is a steel one. Okay. And it does make a lot of noise because it creaks. Yeah. What's interesting, like, I used to sleep on the floor for years and years and years. And it actually doesn't bother me sleeping on the floor. But I feel as you're getting older, maybe you should move on and be a little bit more adult-like. And sleep on a bed. Exactly. It's a lot more comfortable. Right. I'm not just, you know, Vincent adult man. I'm an actual <laughs> adult man. <laughs> Vincent adult man right. the, fi- the, the the kids in the coat exactly you know, was it five kids no it was three kids three kids in three kids coat. in a trench coat what do you like to do uh, adult stuff adult stuff and then he goes out with Princess Caroline and, and Bojack Horseman and, and she's like Vincent you're always talking about doing adult stuff life isn't just about being an adult sometimes you just want to have fun <laughs> I thought that was so great and because Princess Carolyn is like a workaholic. Yeah. Yeah. She's a workaholic. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's really cool that you're going to get a new mattress. I do too. Yes. Yes. I have somebody to test it out with. Alana, is there anything? <laughs> you is there anything, are. Is, is, yeah. is there anything uh, you want to say before we go? I don't think my sister should be listening to this episode, All right. or any any of my family members, for that matter. All right. So if they listen to it, they are under strict instructions not to tell you that they listened. Right. All right. Good enough for me, Alana Jayla. Rick Hammond. 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 Hammond.